crazy talk for you. Just got paid. How's everyone doing? My name is Jamin Spidell. I'm the host of Lone Star Boys Podcast. If you'd like to reach us, you can reach us at uh, on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at LSV Online. Again, that was at LSV Online. And on Facebook, just do a simple search for Lone Star Voice, and that should land you right on our page. Now, this episode, we're going to talk about property taxes and uh, what all is involved in property taxes and what causes them causes them to rise uh, year after year. Um, there are many factors. Um, I know in, in most uh, major cities, I know I'm, I grew up in Houston, um, you have basically five local tax taxes. Okay, you got the county, you got the community college, uh, county hospital, what else? Uh, city and school district. Um, now that I'm moved in Bell County, there's a water district um, and other special districts throughout. So it's uh, it's a little maybe not complicated, but complex. So um, that is that's kind of an issue because a lot of people just get their bill and complain and fire away a check, you know. Well, I went and uh, did some little research and um, called up a, a friend of Lone Star Voice, uh, Ron, Ron Wright, with uh, the Tarrant County Tax Assessor. And um, Ron Wright, he has a, a really interesting article on the, uh, in the Dallas Morning, or excuse me, Dallas News. Um, he contributed, this, I guess it was uh, March 31st of this year, and the title of it is Don't Blame the Appraisal District for Your Property Taxes. And he does a really, really great job of just kind of outlining what are what goes into your property taxes and really who to point the finger at at who's raising your taxes and so uh, I called Ron up and he was very gracious with uh, an interview and uh, I just wanted to also tell everyone in our show notes for this podcast I'm going to give you the link to the article that he wrote back in March. And I'm also going to give you a link to a video that he did that's actually on his website. And I think it's very uh, informative. So I would like to point out that we did have technical difficulties at the beginning of our interview. But it irons out as as it plays on. Um, so without further ado, uh, this is my interview with Ron Wright, the Tarrant County Tax Assessor. And misinformation out there about property tax um, you know basically mm-hmm. the state law and, and everything related to property tax is in the Texas property tax code right and that's what and that's what we in the tax office go by mm-hmm. um, and you know tax uh, property is taxed ad valorem according to its value mm-hmm. and um, the the taxes you pay, the property taxes you pay, are determined primarily by the elected officials. Right. Um, 
And there is, you know, this notion that value drives taxes mm -hmm. and value drives tax increases is and has always been a myth. There's just, it just, it, that's not how it happens.
So everybody will know what that is before they adopt their budget and tax rates. The effective rate essentially is the rate necessary to generate the same amount of tax revenue as the year before mm-hmm. on the same properties taxed the year before. So it doesn't include new construction or new properties that come online during the year. And if the taxing unit adopts a tax rate that is greater than the effective rate, mm-hmm. you know you're looking at a tax increase. Interesting. And it doesn't matter what relation it might have to the previous tax rate. Mm-hmm. What you go by is the effective rate, and that's why it's required by law to be published so that everybody, it's, it's the official benchmark. Right. The, the effective rate is the official benchmark, and uh, it tells you what the rate would need to be for basically everything to stay the same as, as, as it was in terms of the taxes. If, it, if they adopt a rate higher than that, mm-hmm. it's going to be a tax increase. Hmm. Let me very quickly give you a good example. It's my hometown of Arlington, Texas. Sure. And last year, the, the city had had uh, adopted the same tax rate for like 13 years in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, they finally, because it was a year of very high increases in, in valuations, and so they they adopted a lower tax rate. Hmm. They went from 0.648 to point six four. So it was a very slight reduction. It 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 was a you know a fraction of a penny. Right, right. But they increased their spending six and a half percent in one year. That's that's significant. Right. And so they adopted this rate of point six four four eight, and that rate, although it was lower than the previous year. It was almost four cents higher than their effective tax rate, hmm. and that is significant. A four cent difference between the effective rate and the adopted rate is is, is significant, and it resulted in a significant tax increase. But when all the council people ran for election, right, all they talked about was we cut the rate, we cut the rate. And that's all people heard. But what they really did is raised everybody's taxes. Hmm. Wow. So you have to look at that effective rate. That's the benchmark. You have to read the fine print. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's okay. Well, then, okay, so you have the budget, and then you have the tax rate. <clears throat> right. Now, <laughs> now, where do uh, school districts come in on the on this whole thing? When, uh, well, it's it's the same thing, but their, their, their rates are... Um, compressed mm-hmm. uh, as part of school finance law. And, you know, you still have Robin Hood. If, mm-hmm. um, if they make too much money, they have to send that excess back to the state, who then sends it to the um, less fortunate school districts. So it's, uh, school finance is a very complicated mm-hmm. thing. But the property tax portion of it works very similarly. I mean, they're going to adopt a tax rate. Gotcha. And uh, it's going to, like everybody else, they're going to have a rate for their debt and a rate for their M&O, their maintenance and operations. Mm-hmm. 
cities have the same thing, counties have the same thing. Okay. And so they're, they're all going to have that. And, um, um, but their rates are compressed because of the school finance law. Okay. And if you know, they still have some flexibility, they have some leeway in terms of, of, of that, especially on the debt side. But if, if they, they don't have the, the flexibility that, say, a city has, because mm-hmm. a city can just, they can put their tax rate anywhere they want it. Right. And within reason. Um, so uh, it, it's, it's entirely different for school districts right. uh, because of the compressed rates and the fact that if they make too much revenue, it's going to have to pay, be paid back to the state, and then the state will send that to another school district. Now, what would, I mean, I, I know I don't know if this is outside of your expertise. I'm, I'm just, like I said, I'm learning as I go also. Uh, mm-hmm. especially on these issues, um, what would school tax reform look like if it were done? Well, you know what? Um, that's like asking me how many planets are in, uh, <laughs> there are in the universe. Because it could, you know, once you open that door, it could be almost anything. Right. Seriously. Okay. They've, they've tried to reform school finance so many times, and there's been so many lawsuits, and they barely escaped uh, last time when the, the courts ruled that, yeah, it was messed up, but it wasn't illegal. Right. Uh, so the, what, the, what the local folks want, of course, is for the state to assume more of the cost right. uh, and allow the district more flexibility. Um, in, in what has happened over time is, is the opposite. And the, the local district have assumed a greater share of the cost. And, you know, that, that would make a huge difference, of course, right. um, especially in, in the property taxes. And they would probably, if they did that, um, I know what they're talking about in the special session, what the lieutenant governor was talking about was increasing teacher pay. Right. And, and the ba- state doing that. So basically the state would be pushing, you're not really, you're just, you're shifting money is, is what he was talking about, correct? I believe uh, Well, basically, because you're going to, it would come from the state, but all the state's money comes from taxpayers, or at least most of it. Right, okay. So, so the taxpayers are still going to be paying for it, but a greater, you know, what he's talking about is a, a teacher pay raise that would come from the state, not from the district. Right. Okay. Uh, but the school finance is a very complicated thing, and I'll be honest with you, I'm not an expert on it at all. Oh, I, um, <laughs> it was a long shot because I've, I've, I've kind of asked other people, and they kind of said the same thing. And I understand it's a complicated issue. Um, I just know that it's tied up into our, our taxes in, in Texas. Um, yeah. I, I recently went into a uh, basically a civic meeting, and um, I live in Bell County in uh, Belton and Temple area, and we have a lot of um, retired folks here, uh, especially from military backgrounds and veterans. Right. Excuse me. And their big issue is their own fixed income, you know, like a lot of people are, but, uh, again, these are veterans, and their own fixed income, and and their property taxes 
keep going higher and higher and higher to the point where you're almost scared of losing your homes. And that's... Well, yeah, yeah but this is, this is something, first let me say, of course, you know, uh, once they reach 65, or if they're disabled, right. uh, they have that, what, what's called a freeze, it actually isn't, it's a more of a ceiling than a freeze, but that comes into play immediately, mm-hmm. and um, that would reduce their, um, well, it would prevent their taxes from going up. Right. Um, and, but... But what everybody needs to understand is, by law, uh, property is uh, assessed. It, it is uh, valued at, at market value. Right. And if, if the market goes up, the value is going to go up. But that does not mean the taxes have to go up. Right. The elected officials control that. And this, you know, you, you hear a lot of local government people talking talk about how as though value is driving this train, and it's not. There's only one thing that drives taxes. Only one thing, and that's the reason we have taxes. I I collect taxes for one reason only, and that is to fund government operations and services. Right. Government spending drives taxes. Excellent point. It's the only thing that does and the only thing that ever has. And if... Local governments will control spending. They will absolutely control the uh, rise in property taxes. Yeah. Well, that's you. You <laughs> outlined it great for for my uh, simpleton mind. So I appreciate that. Well, it, you know, it's true. It's true at the federal level. It's true mm-hmm. at the state level. And it's true at the local level. Right. Same as it ever spending, was. Government spending is driving this, not not value. Gotcha. Value is what is taxed. Yeah. But the instrument of taxation is the tax rate. Gotcha. That's that's great. I I appreciate you uh outlining everything. That well said. And um uh, Mr. Wright, I, I really appreciate you taking time for my little podcast here. Um would you like me to email you our our uh, our podcast whenever I, it gets published, it'll be I next would love, week. I would, I would love for you to, and mm-hmm. um, I want to I sign up for the newsletter. I know y'all have one of those. Absolutely. I'll send you a link on that, and, uh, and I don't know, are you big on Facebook or anything? Or uh, Yes. Okay. Then I'll look you up on, uh, matter of fact, I don't know if you follow uh, Teresa or not, but... She, she and I are friends on Facebook. Okay, well, then I'll look you up that way, and um, I do have your email address, if it, as long as it's the same one that's on the uh, Tarrant County uh, website. Yes. Okay. It is. What I'll do is whenever uh, the I get done editing everything, I'll send it to you, and I'll send you the link to uh, to Lone Star Voice Online. I appreciate it, I, and I really appreciate what you guys are doing. <laughs> I want to confirm uh, that what you saw is correct. My email is rj. Right. Tarrantcounty.com. Yes, sir, it is. Okay, very good. Awesome. I appreciate your time. Thanks for including me today. I appreciate it. (laughs) No, thank you for your time. You know, I know this really was basic and everything, um, but that's really what we're trying to do is get an understanding, a a, a real grasp of what's going on with these kind of issues. And so I I, kind of... did Teresa share that video I made with you? 
Not yet. I haven't talked to her yet. I've been busy all morning, but uh, as okay. soon as we go off the phone, I'm going to talk to her. A few days ago, I gave her a thumb drive with a video that we've done. It's mm -hmm. also on our website, but it covers much of what you and I just talked about. You know what? I'll, uh, I'll put that link to your video onto uh, our underlining on our podcast so that they're able to hey, see I appreciate it. that very much. Yeah, that, that's actually, I'm glad you mentioned that. So let me write yeah. that. You're a gentleman and a scholar. <laughs> well, I appreciate it, Mr. Wright. And thank you again for your time, and uh, I'll shoot you an email. Thanks a lot. All right. You have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, That's going to do it for this episode. I'd like to thank everyone for listening. And if you'd like to get in touch with us via social media, on Twitter, we are at LSV online. Again, that was at LSV online. And if you do a simple search on Facebook for Lone Star Voice, you should land right on our page. Again, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.